Welcome to the Don't Suck at Sales podcast. I'm your host, John Ziller. And I'm your host, Miranda Martin. And this is not your average sales podcast. We're going to teach you how to not sound like a corny telemarketer. We're also going to teach you how not to be weird during the sales process. We're going to teach you how to turn that sucky sales round upside down. We're also going to have some fun. So if you're ready to get into it, let's get into it. So hold on. This might be the very first time that you've actually worn the same glasses. I really like these ones. I really like I've 100 percent seen these before, and I have not been able to say that throughout an entire episode, Miranda. (laughs) These are limited edition neon (laughs) like that you can't even get them anymore. So yeah. My disappointment is through the roof. I thought we were gonna make it to episode number 50 before I had to say that. And I actually almost didn't wear glasses just to screw with you. And I was like, nah, Nate has to see these pink ones. So (laughs) I like them. I like them. them. Uh, but um buddy how was your week last week mer amazing fantastical radtastical radtastical i haven't heard that one yet um mine mine was amazing thank you so much for asking i (laughs) is radtastical you were gonna tell me anyway so i couldn't i didn't have to ask i knew that you were just gonna like Is that, is that in the book of awesome, the radtastical? The new it was actually, I made it up driving my kids to school. I was like, radtastical. And I'm like, it's capital R-A-D and lowercase tastical. They're like, that's not going to stick, mom. And I was like, oh yeah, it is. It oh, totally I'm gonna, you know what, Miranda? I am bound and determined to help you help this stick. Yep. So at the end of this, if you guys think that it is a radtastical call, will you please put it in the comments so Miranda can show her two boys that red testicle is about to catch on fire. That's what we want you guys to do. So I would appreciate it. Miranda, would you appreciate it? I would definitely appreciate it. You got to show those 12-year-olds what's up, you know? And our esteemed <laughs> guests would appreciate it too, because yeah. I promise you, here's what I'm going to tell you. All right. So again, today, I always started off with how excited I am, um, but I mean it uh, for sure today. I mean, although I'm always really excited, but uh this dude, um, I mean, we could go through his accolades. We could go through how he was the number one producer in, in all of Symmetry Financial Group. We can go through how he was a rookie of the year. I mean, I did it too, so it's not that big of a deal. But um, built a massive, massive agency. And uh, I think year-to-date has done, not year-to-date, but uh, throughout his career, he's done well over $36 million in annual premium volume. Um, I got so envious um, of this particular gentleman because I remember uh, this is a little while back. He brought a dude on and this kid did like, I want to say well over a hundred thousand dollars in annual premium volume in like 30 days or 45 days. It was something crazy. And I was like, I was jealous. I'm like, damn, like I can bring on a rock star producer. I just don't know if I can get him to do that. <laughs> right. And we could all sit here and say, well, yeah, no, it was the kid. Well, no, like we we did it twice now. So now it's not the kid. We did it twice. Right, right, right. Exactly. (laughs) So we could all sit here and say, well, it's the person. Well, no. How many people do we stumble across that are just absolute rock stars? They just need to be led the proper way. And you just have this tendency to do that. And you have this tendency to just bring people to the top and show them how to perform at the highest level. And so, uh, again, like, your accolades obviously speak for themselves, 
But um, man, I've been so impressed with you. Uh, and every single time I hear you speak, I promise you, I learn something. And I can't say that about everyone. And it's just the way that you explain things for my brain. So guys, you're going to literally have to like, like, I think there's an option where you can kind of like press it back to even slow it down a little bit when he's <laughs> talking, um, because, because it's going to come at you fast here over these next, um, whatever, 10, 12, 15 minutes. But, uh, I promise you, this dude is a rock star and Nate offered Nate, what is up brother? What has happened to my favorite people, Miranda Martin and John Ziller? So I have a question for you. Yes. Why did you guys decide to start this podcast? That's a really good question. So we kind of we kind of got into that on the first tidbit of it. Um, and I'll let kind of Mer answer as well. But um, man, you know what? Like back in 2017, Miranda and I actually led um, the Tuesday Wayland call for a year and a half. And it's so crazy, man. Like we literally have podcasts from six and seven years ago that people still implement today. And they're, they're taking those old calls and like using those calls from what we did way back then that are still relevant today. So they're and, implementing them today? What's that? They're still implementing them today? Today, yeah. Like we, I just talked to Marty Valor and uh, he's like, Every single person that comes on board, they listen to you and Miranda's, um, uh, whatchamacallit training, the critical period equity protection training. He said, not a single person comes on my team without listening to that. I had there, I don't want to start dropping names, but there's several people, um, that, uh, that, yeah, that use those calls from way back when that weren't even a part of our hierarchy, uh, or they, our they weren't a part of your hierarchy. <laughs> no, <laughs> you make me feel dumb by continuing to explain but, but <laughs> no but they're not a part of your hierarchy but they're still using your stuff so you let people use your stuff even though you're not making money on them correct yeah awesome yeah. so it sounds like you guys really like to help people whether you make money on them or not that's right man yeah so there you go i mean that boils into a nutshell miranda what uh what what you say I would say the same thing. Like, yeah, the, those episodes were like an hour. Okay. So this whole thing with this, the don't suck at sales, we don't want people to suck at sales. So, but we're, our goal is to keep it like around 12, 15 minutes or so, which is our, the hardest part actually. Yeah. Like but yeah, so it's to bring it into like real time and keep it short. So, but yeah, we have a lot of fun doing it and we love helping people. So, all right. So we can keep doing this, right? I can spend for the next 15 minutes and have Miranda and John keep talking. Now, John, what you, what you know is about John, John's in sales. So he caught it because he goes, I feel almost like you make me feel stupid repeating myself. But see, the, the major problem or misconception of people when they sell, they think they have to make their case. They think that the art, you know, make their argument why that that client needs to have this. So they need to come prepared with their value proposition on how the, you know, what they had that they need and lay out all the options and benefits and features. And um, you need to talk a lot and ask a bunch of questions and find out something in common so they can trust you. And it's all garbage because the best way to build rapport is let people talk about themselves. Right. And the best questions to ask it depends on the situation. Cause I was always taught someone has a TV screen in front of them and they're watching TV, but they're behind me. I can't see what they're watching. I need to find out what they're watching, right? I need to engage the other side to find out what's possible, what their thoughts are. So they feel involved in the process. And then consequently they'll want to deal with me and do business with me. And they come, this is the key part, right? They've come to their own conclusion that they need what I have. 
See, when you can create a realization in the mind of a buyer that they need what you have, they'll buy whatever you're selling. <laughs> so the, the, the negotiation is the art of letting the other side have your way. And they feel like it's their idea. So people go, what kind of questions I ask? When you're brand new, what I was doing to him is not to, nothing more than what interrogators do. Uh, you know, they do what's called mirroring, right? I don't have to have any type of a question. All I got to do is listen to the last, and I was rushing it because we have 12 or 15 minutes, right? I would slow it down. No one ever, go practice it on your kid, practice it on your wife, practice it on your neighbor, whatever. At the very end of the sentence, because here's what happens. At the very end of the sentence, all I have to do is repeat one or two or three words back what they said with a question mark. Hey, you know what? So what would happen financially if you're in a situation where you lost your husband yesterday? What would that look like? It'd be bad. It'd be bad? Well, yeah. And they're automatically going to go. Well, it'd be bad because I don't have enough you know, money to pay your bills. Oh, you don't have enough money to pay your bills? Yeah, I mean, like I have my car payment and I have this and I lose my husband. And I, they keep going and going and going. And then when I get to something that I want them to feel like is their idea, I'm going to label it. Sounds to me like you love helping people. You see how Miranda ended her, ended her sentence? I labeled it in her brain. So when she was done, she said, I love helping people. Whose idea was it? Her idea. I'm just saying, I'm repeating stuff back. And when I find what I want, I go, uh-oh, there it is. There's a bullet in my gun. I got it now. I'm going to label it. And I labeled <laughs> them and I make it have their idea. Well, it sounds to me like you, you, you'd be in a situation where if you lost your husband's income, then you'd be in, in a world of trouble. Well, yeah, we would. Whose idea it was? Theirs. We would be in a world of trouble and we could spend hours teaching on this. Right. But it, it's, it's, I'm teasing out information that I may have not gotten. Otherwise, I don't have to have some fantastical. What, what was the word? What's the rad? Oh, I don't have to have a rad tastical question. Right? <laughs> it just gets them talking and creates the opportunity to present to you. What it is that they really want or what they really need. Right. The other person feels listened to. It connects their thoughts in their head. Part of the message sends the other person is that I've heard everything you said. I just don't have enough information and I still don't quite understand, but I'm generally interested in what you're saying. That's it. That's so good. You're just, you're literally regurgitating a few bits of what they're saying already. Like it doesn't get any simpler than that, Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> it, you regurgitate, and, and see, people love it when you know you're paying attention. Yeah, they know it when you they, they love it when you gently let them know what they said is not enough information, um, but you're not accusing them of not answering the question. And people continue to go on and on and on and on. We would do an exercise and the exercise was go meet someone at lunch. You can't tell them their name. Start asking them questions and then come back and they can know their dog. They can know their dog's name, where they live, everything else, because it, people love to be encouraged to go on. Interesting people are interested in the other party. And if you keep doing that, you're going to be a very, I've had people leave and go, man, I feel like I've known you for years and they don't even know my name. <laughs> I don't need to go, hey, Bob, you like fishing? Oh, I like fishing too. Oh, really? We're out catching? That doesn't build rapport. Build rapport. W-I-I-F-M. What's in it for me? That's what they want. Not that your kid plays Little League Baseball and he plays Little League. I can do that. That's, that's, to me, building that rapport throughout the presentation is where I make that connection. I don't have to sit there. I mean, imagine going to the doctor. Well, what's going on with your throat? My throat hurts. Your throat hurts? Well, yeah, I had a scratch in here. So scratch is where? Oh, it's right back here. Can you imagine he sits down 15 minutes? Hey, Nate, how you doing? It's good to see you here. I haven't seen you for a while. So how's the kids? How's the He may ask that in passing as he's doing his thing. He's not going to sit there for 15 minutes. It's awkward. 
So people yeah. sit there for 15, 20 minutes, build rapport. And all of a sudden, they go, I'm just going to ask questions. And the questions I'm going to ask, maybe one simple question, I'm just going to keep repeating back to what they say. And they will naturally going to um, continue to regurgitate, not, I mean, not regurgitate, they're going to continue to provide more information until you get that information that you need. Because what am I doing? Creating that need. As soon as I find it that need, and I go, hey, I have a solution for that. I can't go, oh, wait, John, you're screwed. I have a solution. No. Sounds to me like, or it feels to me like your husband really cares about your well-being, the children's well-being. It doesn't want to leave you in a financial situation of hardship. Yeah. And they yeah. go, yes, great. So, I mean, again, no, it's so good. So damn good. And Miranda, like I, like I think of like on the golf course and some of the best conversations like I've had is where I'm doing exactly what Nate's talking about. Like I'm being inquisitive about their life, their livelihood. And it's a majority of them talking and less of me, but I'm genuinely interested. Well, and, and, and what I'm doing is kindergarten 101, but there's a right. lot of people who've never done sales before. As you graduate, your questions become less, you know, you're in sales, I'm in sales. I've never sat down with anybody and did that where someone felt awkward with it. But like, as you get better and better, you can start formulating questions a different way. But how hard is it? Because people always say, what questions do I ask? How do I dig for their why? How do I do this? Just repeat what they said back to them in inquisitive zone. <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, I lived is... here for five years. You lived here for five years? Well, yeah, we used to live here. And then we moved there. Just do it. Practice it first before you practice it on a live lead. Just practice it with your freaking kid or, or, or with your husband or your wife or your friend or the next person at the restaurant you meet. Just practice it. What are you saying, Miranda? Um, so I would, I didn't actually do it. This, this is awesome. I wish I had heard this a long time ago, but like I when I was like trying to figure out how to sell, all I would do is write down everything that they would say on a piece of paper. And then before I was ready to transfer to the next thing, I would just read off everything that they said and say, so do it. Is that kind of sound like, you know, and just ask if they agreed with so, but what you're doing is way more simple, but like, that, that was like the only thing that I'm like, yeah. that was my, my one move. I'm like, oh, I got yeah, so, like, so what, <laughs> that's so good because what she's referring to you, Nate, is like, you would have like seven or eight questions just locked and loaded, right? <laughs> and then whatever their response was, just take it, write it, write down, try it like as fast as you can verbatim exactly what it was. And then the exact same thing. You'd be like, all right, so here's, let me, let me tell you if I got this right. <laughs> and, and, and hey, big mistake right there. They didn't teach you. You don't say it's, it sounds to me like, because now it's about you. If you notice, I don't use the word. It sounds like that you and Miranda, I need to keep putting in their ball and their court. This is their idea and their idea. And the brain's, my brain, my mentor always said a brain is like looking, a dog looking for somewhere to pee and you hold the leash. So if you know these simple things, right, that people want what they can't have. You guys talked about fear of loss before. They want what they can't have. They move towards things that move away from them. And they only value what they pay for in time and money. So if I know that and I can lead them to make a decision that they feel like it's their decision, I have nothing to sell. People, I'll sell, this is my last time I tell you, people always say, sales is a number game. If you suck, it's a numbers game. <laughs> Sorry, it is a numbers game, right? Because you go in there and you got your gun. You're like, same pitch, same questions, same deal. And you're like, bup, 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 bup. you talk to 10 people, free sign up. Yeah, I go in there for 12 weeks straight and have 100% close ratio with every family I sat in there and wrote an application with because I didn't, I had an empty gun when I went in and I wasn't shooting the same bullets in every presentation. I asked them questions as soon as they go, well, sounds, sounds like that you're in a situation where you'd be bullet chamber. Yeah. Situation yeah. reverse boom, bullet 
chamber, bullet, chamber. So if they stand there, my mentor said, they have all the bullets and ammunition you need to close the sale in their pocket. And the only way you can get it out of their pocket from then they hand it over to shoot them later is by <laughs> asking questions. So if you don't have questions to ask, guys, quit worrying about questions. Just repeat the last two or three things they said and watch what happens. Watch how the doors match them. They will continue to talk about themselves over and over. And as soon as you hear what you want them to feel like they do, just label it. That's awesome. That's so good. So if you and don't want to like suck at sales, just repeat the last <laughs> two things that they said. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but it is, though. It's it's so funny. Like, I was talking to an agent, um, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. And I was getting, not not like this, but I was getting into it. I'm like, man, like, I never had it, like, planned out what I was going to do when I was sitting with the family. And it's like, I would always just find the avenue. There's There's 12 or 13 different things that I know for a fact that they need. And I'm all I'm doing is asking questions just to kind of find the hot button. And once I found their hot button, like it was boom. And then I, I finagled down that alley to ensure that I could get. And he's like, why don't you train on that? And I'm like, well, that's like, that's like that kind of like third layer of like psychological, you know, like we don't need to get into all that. I'm just trying to like teach what, what's transferable, you know? <laughs> But um, so damn good, Nate Offert. And uh, yes, Miranda Martin, you Can are you repeat that. the line about the puppy peeing one more time? I, I, I didn't write uh, that. My, my mentor said a person's <laughs> brain is like a dog looking for somewhere to pee. You ever see a dog? And you hold the leash, right? And you get to direct that dog's brain where it's going to go. You're not going to pee here. You're going to pee over here. You're going to pee over here. So, you know, we, then you get into the whole ask, asking leading questions and don't ask questions that you already know the answer to. And, and it, it just simplified stuff. People complicate it so much. It's like, if I can ask a question and go, oh, uh, Larry took care of that. Oh, before you hang up, shock him, that crocodile brain, fight or flight. Whoa, before you hang up, listen, I don't think you want 100 of me calling for the next six months. If you hang up right now, that's what's going to happen. I need 30 seconds of your time. Answer a simple question for me. And I promise you, I'll never call you again. So when you say you took care of it already, did you up your coverage at work? Did you sell your house? Or you just plan on not dying anymore? <laughs> Boom, I have an answer to all three. Or hey, did you up your coverage at work or did you sit down with someone like myself? The brain, 99.9% of the time, will pick one of the options. Hey, sweetheart, where do you want to go to dinner? She's going to say some Mexican restaurant, right? If I said, hey, babe, would you rather go to Perry Steakhouse? We all get dressed up. You want to go more relaxed environment and hit Kenny's uh, burger joint. Gets her brain 99% to do. She's going to pick one of those. And so that's another, you know, another thing. I know we got the subject, but, you know, it's, it's, it's sales is very simple if you just know the simple tools that these guys are teaching you and the other guests that you have on there to make it. It's not a complicated game. It really no, is. It's not. Look at my wife and look at me and you'll tell me it's, I'm good at sales. <laughs> <laughs> Should I, flash, should, I flash a, uh, should I flash a picture of her up there? So you can, okay, great. Yeah, this guy got that girl. So this guy, again, got that girl, right? And I didn't have, any, I didn't have big time money. So uh, you know that, uh, that I, I don't talk. We should have opened with that. Stuff. Right, exactly. We're going to. Awesome. All right, well, listen, um, Nate Offert, we are and we will. And we need to have you back. Um, buddy. I'll have my print wall next time for you. You are, will you? You promise? You are amazing. Um, guys, listen, if uh, if something that he talked about today made an impact, we're going to take a screenshot of it too in the comment section. Comment Radtastical. Say Nate Offert is Radtastical. I want to be the first human being labeled Radtastical. Yes. Yes. I'll have t-shirts. <laughs> hit the like button hit the subscribe button we appreciate you all so much thanks for listening thanks for following 
Um, click like, click subscribe. And if you don't want to suck at sales, Miranda Martin, what should they do? Hashtag don't suck at sales. Click like, sub subscribe. Do you want me to wrap it or not? Um, we're going to save that for another day. Okay. Got it. All right. <laughs> So if you want to yeah. turn your tails crown upside down, you got to stick with us, man. You got to stick with us. This is fun. This is fun yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hit breaking that the surface, subscribe man. button. Follow us. Click all the buttons on your screen that says you want to hear more. Outside of that. Right. Bye, y'all. Bye.